Hey, hey, Michael, welcome to the podcast. What's up, what's up? Just waiting for everybody else, right? Yeah, I think we're waiting for everybody else. Um, Shreed said he would be uh, ready at, at, at 8.05. Um, so we got you, we got me, we got Shreed, we got, I think Raleigh is supposed to be joining, and I think T is supposed to be joining. So we'll uh, we'll we'll wait for them, I guess, to, um, to get started. Um, I don't even want to do the sponsors because uh, for the first time, we have the founder of, uh, of Pro36.com joining the podcast, so... Yeah, that makes sense for me to do that. Of course, we got we got tea. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Raleigh, what's up? Uh, oh shit! What's up, what? Raleigh? Hey, what was that, Raleigh? <laughs> who who else is coming? Uh. Is it just going to be us three? No, no we're waiting on three and talent. All right. Ooh. But yeah, so today we're going to be talking about um, we're going to be talking about super teams and um, I, I guess Michael, what would you what would you call it? Like, just analyzing, like I guess, how much of a super team they are. Like, did what they did is what they did. You know, line crossing. You know, stuff like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think what I really want to talk about was like the difference between how the different teams were created. Like, the ones that were built by GMs and making trades versus players just teaming up. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I I agree with that. So, um, I think the the main ones we are we're, we are going to touch on were the 2008 Celtics, the LeBron Heat, uh, the Kevin Durant Warriors, and the um, and and the current Nets. Yeah. Correct? Uh, Shree said he's having joy trouble. Yeah, I. I, right. I so I'm. I'm working on that. I, I th- this is my fault. I I should have because I don't think he's joined a podcast yet. So I should have asked him if he had the app. Gotcha. Uh, where's T at? Let me text him. I I don't know. I I I hope T joins because the main thing is you know I I want to have him on a on a basketball. Yeah, he, he, he should be he should be able to join. I I don't have the app. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just click on the URL you send me. Because we haven't done because because Raleigh, I've been wanting to do that uh that draft that post draft podcast, but I I kind of felt like well we've kind of waited like three weeks to record a basketball pod with T, so I kind of wanted to do that. And look, and it's looking like I probably won't be watching basketball anymore after like the, after like three weeks so, for now. So let, let's yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I'm 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 fed up. I'm done. I'm not watching. Fuck, like that came out of nowhere. I'm not watching a single playoff game. I'm done. So so yeah, I mean, this is just for the audience. This is um, if you haven't heard, uh, of course, I recorded episode. This is episode twelve of the Clown Chat podcast. Um, I recorded episode eleven earlier today. Um, just kind of analyzing the. Hey, Shree, what's up? Hey, what's up, Shree? How's it going? Okay. 
So I think we're just waiting on T now. Um, is is T like? Is there any sign of T? Nah, I texted him. Oh no, that's not good. So, okay. Well, I guess. well before before we start here, I I think in, in honor of Jake, we should have a moment of silence for the Celtics playoffs. It was over before it began. Yeah, I mean, I can just touch on that real quick while we're waiting for T, but I appreciate the moment of silence. Let's observe, observe, observe that. 24 seconds for Kobe. Kobe wouldn't want a moment of silence for the Celtics. What are you talking about? Kobe was close with Tatum. Yes, he would. Okay, I counted to 24. We're good. Um, okay, so, so yeah, I mean, just, just for, the, for the audience, um, earlier today we got news that uh, Jalen Brown is out for the season. It's just the, you know, it, it's just a comedy of, of things. It, it's just comedy at this point. I mean, this the, they, they led the league by far in COVID um, absences, you know, multiple significant injuries. I mean, their season just screwed from the beginning, and um, they've not never been healthy at all this season. Uh, they have a top eight that can play, but we've never seen it play. So it's just uh, you know at this point just just end it. I would like to see them lose in the play in and get the you know one percent shot at Kate Cunningham or whatever it is. Like just at least have that. There's there's just no point in. I'm just done. I'm just done with basketball. Honestly, the whole season is an illegitimate sham anyway. It's a money grab by the league. It's not – the result is not going to be credible. You know, there he is. What's up? Just losing the plan. Just losing the league. It's just yeah. done. I just want it done, and I just want to have it done so I don't have to watch any playoff games after that. What? Hey, T, T what's the – what's the uh, – all the uh, letters under, uh, behind your name? <laughs> Who's yeah, that? Can you, can you go one by one and explain each acronym? This is T's genius account that he's on. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I guess they didn't give me a different, you know, name. To they usually give me like a choice on like the the phone, but I guess on my laptop they don't give me that choice. Um, but it's you know masters, you know, obviously an exercise science or I guess applied health physiology, and then I guess certified strength and conditioning specialist, and then what they call PN one is precision nutrition. Stage one or level one or whatever. So nice. just a couple. Yeah, Here, so you're just there, showing off, right? I like I said, uh, I <laughs> used to do it on my own name. podcast. <laughs> what you say? So you got your whole resume in your name? Damn right, damn right. I'm I'm That's looking awesome. to add a couple more. Yeah, I didn't know. Like I didn't know that you guys were like I usually get like a, a text or something. I wasn't paying attention to the what you call it. So my bad for being late. <laughs> no, I was late too. I couldn't figure out how to <laughs> how to get this to work on my phone. Yeah, T, you missed a lot, man. We're like halfway done. So, um, I, I guess, uh, first, first of all, let, let's do the sponsors. So, we actually have both sponsors on the podcast for the first time. So, uh, Shri, what did you talk about for 36.com? 
Cool. Yeah. Um, well, we just dropped uh, a new uh, a new article, a new tool. So this tool is all about um, visualizing how players are scoring this year. So sort of the inspiration for this was, you know, like a historically close scoring race between Curry and Beal, right? My guy Beal, <laughs> all for my guy Curry, <laughs> right? T. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we just thought it was interesting how you know, there's if you look at like the top five, top ten scores in the league, right? They're they're all getting it done in different ways. You got you know, big men like Jokic and Embiid that also have guard skills. You have like really good, historically good interior guys like Giannis and Zion. You got Beal, who's a three level guy. Kyrie, who's a three level guy, and then. Steph and Dame are obviously just like pushing the limits of three-point shooting. So we wanted to just build a tool to um, make it easy to visualize and sort of slice and dice that data. So you can you can answer questions like, well, how is Steph Curry doing on step backs um, from 25 plus feet in April at or or not Oracle in, in San Francisco, right? Um, so yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun building it. Um, there are similar tools out there, but we think ours is the most flexible um the most user-friendly one that we found so um and it's free so you can just go on per36.com um it's p-e-r-t-h-i you know how to spell 36 it's not the numbers um although i think we actually have the the that domain reserved too so per36 however you want to spell it <laughs> um, uh it's there yeah so yeah we uh you know we're just two two hobbyists just doing this for fun if you like what we're doing um you'll find us on instagram find us on twitter um yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Yeah, th- thanks for thanks for sharing that. Definitely check that out, everyone, and, and thanks for coming on. Um, so, and TT, what do you got going on at Show Off Training? All right, well, Show Off Training. Uh, you know, we believe in training and exercise with a purpose in mind. Obviously, uh, we're online, or I guess I like to call it a virtual personal training site, <laughs> where you can get everything that you need all in under one roof. If you want to do group classes, if you want to do 30-minute personal trainings, individualized personal trainings, that's kind of what we do. So just make sure that you go to showofftraining.com. Uh, then you can uh, sign up for one of those options. Like I said, again, there's so many more different. Uh, there's so many more options. And then you'll get a confirmation from me in the next 24 hours to schedule an appointment. Uh, or a consultation. So that's kind of what we do. <clears throat> also want to link up or I guess uh, show my uh, anchor.com, I guess, or I guess anchor FM uh, podcast, show off training the podcast. Uh, last Sunday, we dropped Let's Talk About Vitamins. That's the episode that we talked about six or seven different vitamins and how that's useful for you. And also the adverse effects of it uh, when you uh I don't want to say overdose, but take too much of it. And then the next episode is going to be next Sunday at 6 a.m. Uh, that one's going to be all about uh, what was it? eating disorders, right? Thank, thank you. Exactly, eating disorders. About six different eating disorders, and you know, you might actually see which one you might actually be fitting under. You know, because it's very, very common for eating disorders to kind of go through and what you've done in your own life. So. Just check those out, showofftraining.com and showofftraining the podcast. Yep, very good stuff, T, and, and definitely everyone everyone out there listening, definitely check that out um, for sure. So l- l- let's get into this. I think first we're going to start. So th- this is going to be just a discussion about super teams, um, you know, how they were formed, does it constitute a super team, does it cross a line, things like that. So we're going to start with 
a team that some people think started the whole super team thing, and that's the 2008 Boston Celtics. Who's that? So, was that Shree? That's a me, no. Oh, oh no, um, no. I, I, I said hi there when you said uh, <laughs> who thinks that they started the super team. Oh, I think Raleigh wants to start. <laughs> well, so so all – well, I'm, I'm going to start. Like, um, so obviously, you know, you, you, you look at the roster – Paul Pierce was there, had been, you know, drafted by the Celtics in, in, in 1999, 10th overall. Um, he had really developed into the franchise star, had made an Eastern Conference final, um, but the team had really plateaued and it started rebuilding. And it was kind of a, an inflection point offseason. And um, th- th- this was, this whole thing, it was just great GM work. It really was because um, – our GM, Danny Ainge, had seen the possibility for years ahead of time that Kevin Garnett would eventually be available to trade. And he started accumulating the assets, um, did, you know, made several trades, uh, moved money around, um, you know, de- developed the young big man, Al Jefferson, to use as the centerpiece. Like, um, he even acquired a draft pick from the Timberwolves so that he could dangle that in their face in the trade. Because obviously, if you're rebuilding, you're going to want all your own draft picks, right? That was an advantage thing, too. So just all these, you know, brilliant things. And um, he was able to use that draft pick, use Al Jefferson, use a bunch of other, you know, young players. And they perfectly timed it so they had this expiring, I think the guy's name was Steel. He was like this big expiring contract. That they could use to match the salary. I mean, it was really just mapped out perfectly. <clears throat> other trade was, um, you know, obviously they, they sucked the year before, um, and this is where the inflection point was because they'd won the lottery. They probably would have drafted Kevin Durant and traded Pierce and, and done a more of a rebuild, but because they got screwed in the lottery and fell from second to fifth, they ended up trading that pick for Ray Allen. Um, so. They end up with Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett through trades to go with Pierce. And then other than that, it was really just, again, smart GM work. You know, Kendrick Perkins was a late first-round pick, good starting center. Rajon Rondo was a late first-round pick that became a, uh, you know, more of a role player on that team, but eventually became a star point guard. Um, you know, James Posey, uh, you know, really good veteran signing. Eddie House, same thing. Sam Cassell and P.J. Brown were good buyout guys. I mean, really just the whole bench was – I could keep going, but it was just real, you know, real, real, really good, smart moves by management. And, you know, I don't think this was a super team at all. This was just a team built in a really smart way by a general manager, and it just so happens to feature three star players that, you know, fit really well together, and they won a championship. And they would have honestly – if. They hadn't gotten screwed by the Garnett injury in 09 and the Perk injury in 2010. They might have three even they might have at least won two, if not three people. You know, really one title's the low end for what that team, you know, was gonna do. They should have easily won two if, if they hadn't gotten screwed. So Well, you just defined a super team right there, bud. But no, a That's team freaky. a team that was built by a GM cannot be a super team. I disagree with that. I think it is a super team. It's just a well-built super team. 
Like, I don't have an issue with the GM making trades to make a really good team. Play together. I don't think it can be a super team. So, I mean, but how is a how is a team with three superstars and a ton of depth not a super team? Because the GM built it. What is that? The definition of wait, I gotta ask though. Does the definition of super team mean that it can't be built by a GM? To me, a super team means that you had a, a bunch of players just say, "Hey, we all want to play together," and then they sign in free agency in the same spot. This was done by trades. That seems That's like a really specific, like definition of what you think a super team is. But I mean, I like, guess I'm you... here. So you guys explain kind of why you think it's a super team then? Because it had three stars and a ton of depth. <laughs> it's a super team. I could yeah. see the like if if you're if if what this is leading up to if the argument is going to be is it as bad as what LeBron did in Miami or like later what Durant did then I, the distinction for me there is that your three stars in Boston were probably all past their prime. That's probably the distinction I would focus on more than how the team was formed. Um, I mean, that, that's a good point too. That's a good point too. I didn't even think about that, but I definitely think how the team is formed is a big deal with, with, with this stuff. What about the success of the team? Does that matter? Like, would you say? Because I think in two thousand four, Gary Payton and Carl Malone signed with the Lakers, exactly. like through through free agency. But that team burned out in the finals against Detroit. Was that a super team by your definition? So is it, is it success? Is it how the team was formed? Is it whether the stars were in their prime? Which... I mean, so piercing, piercing, Pierce Garnett and Allen were like early 30s at that point. The thing yeah. is, like, Gary Payton and like Carl Malone were like late, like mid to late 30s. So I think it's like around, like, like they were still, in 2008, those guys were still around their prime. They not have been on the front end of it, but they were definitely on the back end of their prime for those and really, the 09 team was better than the 08 team. Again, just Garnett got hurt. So, um, they for those first couple of years, they were definitely still in their prime. By like 2012, you know, sure, they, they may not have been in their prime anymore. But at the beginning, they definitely were. It was not like a Gary Payton Carl situation where they're clearly at the end. They're signing with the Lakers to go chase rings. I think that's a completely different situation. So, I guess my, my thing is this if we go by Michael's definition, then the Spurs were a super team, even though they drafted. Everyone. The Spurs are not a super team. No, but how is what? that? What Tony Parker, Mono Ginobili, Tim Duncan, and Kawhi is not a super team? No, I wouldn't say that's a super team. Yeah, no. but if, if if the definition is it's three stars and a deep squad, then it's the Spurs. Yeah, I think we should we should you know actually yeah. Settle on a I, I, ne- I never thought of the Spurs like that, but that is a good point. Or what about even just the Warriors before KD, right? I mean, that's probably but three I, Hall of Famers, yeah, but, but they were all drafted, Draymond right? Green, Draymond Green's nowhere near the level of Mono Ginobili or Tony Parker, though. I disagree yeah. with that. Yeah, I don't know about that one, sir. I, I do. Draymond Green's some shit. I mean, no, I did consider the Warriors a super team before KD joined them. They just became, like, the dumbest <laughs> OP super team once KD got there. Like, they went 73-9. and nine. It's not like they were some bums. I, I, I do think that there's something else that we're missing. I don't know what it is. Where, like, like normally people say, a lot of people will say the first super team was Miami, right? Yeah. That's um, what I think. Yeah, that's what I think. Okay, so you think it has to do with how... You think it has to do with free agents in their prime, 
signing in the same place. Yeah, basically, yeah. Gotcha. And it has to be more than two? I think What about, like, if, yeah. if you look back, like, in the... I, I was reading about this uh, a, a couple of weeks ago when Dr. J said his piece about LeBron. Um, so most... Moses Malone in the 80s, he won an MVP, I think, in Houston, right? And then the next year, like in literally in the middle of his prime, he, he I think as a free agent, went to Philadelphia, won a title with Dr. J, and won MVP again that year. So he's a back-to-back MVP on two different teams who left in his prime. Like, how is that not a super team by your definition? I mean, Moses Malone is kind of an interesting situation because he was a really good, you know, obviously an all-time great player. Definitely like a top, probably a top 15 player of all time, honestly. Um, looking back at it, definitely top 20. I'd have to do more research into that. But the thing is, he got traded like a bunch of times. So, like, I don't know what was really up with that. And um, did they even have free agency back then? I don't know that they had it like they do now. So, um I, I don't know. Um, I mean, you, that might be a super team. I'm not going to say you're wrong, but I, I just can't can't commit either way. I, I think what we're missing is this: if you draft, if a GM completely drafts a team and it turns into three stars or more, that's not a super team. Yeah, that's it, exactly how I. Feel. But I then there's two there's two different tiers. There's a GM made super team where it's through trades, and then there's a free agent super team. The free agent one, I think I have more problems with. So that would include Miami and uh, and the Golden State Warriors with KD. But then Jake, the, GM, to the GM good. one's not that bad in my okay, opinion. Okay, so Ra- Raleigh, to, to answer your point, I, I actually, you know, if you want to differentiate it like that, I think that's fine. And in that case, I, I would agree that the GM super teams, um, if, if you want to call them that, like, like a Boston that was done through trades or a, certainly a Spurs or the Warriors, pre, pre-Durant Warriors that were done through drafting. Like, those are fine. In fact, those are good. Like, like you're Yeah, that's, that's exactly how I feel. Like, like I thought that. of them as super teams, but I didn't have a problem with them because of the way they were made. Yeah. No, that, that, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. But but certainly, you know, Miami is, is, is the one. That's the first true super team in my mind, and I have a problem with that. And then, and then it just got worse with, with Durant. What's your problem with uh, Miami? Okay, so so if we're going to move into that... Um... Also, uh, just to say, I, uh, just to fact-check myself here, um, Moses Malone was a, free a-, a restricted free agent in 1982. The Sixers just came off a 4-2 loss in the finals to the Lakers. Um, then the Rockets franchise was sold, and the new owners decided to trade Malone. So that was a trade. Okay. Yeah, I didn't, all, think but... I didn't think they had like true free at that point. So that's... yeah. Anyway, okay. Onto the heat. I'm 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 curious to get your take. Yeah. So my, my take on this is um, that what that, that it was it was pretty bad by um by, by those three players. The team. Like, I was not a fan of it. And um, now it could have been worse i mean like obviously skipping ahead to what durant did like like the lebron version of that right is saying like oh i lost to boston um two of the last three years why don't i just go sign with them 
that that's him pulling the no he didn't do that it wasn't as bad at least he was like okay i'm gonna go to my own team and you know bring these players with me to to challenge them that way so it's a little bit better but still it's like you're lebron james you're a top three player of all time do you really need to go team up with yes who'd who'd won an mvp recently and chris yes Really yeah, I I think if you watched from 2004 to 2010, the answer to that is a resounding yes. yes. <laughs> so, I, so I guess the third best player of all time. I mean, at the time, he wasn't the third best player of all time, though, in his defense. <laughs> Thank you. Well, also, I mean, like, like no, no player has won without help ever, right? Like, I, in history. I mean, whenever, yeah. whenever you guys, I want to, I want to say something after you guys are done. Keep going. Yeah, but I, I was going to say, like, that help can come through the draft, too. I mean, just, just look at it this way. If LeBron had actually stayed and given the Cavs a chance to reshape the team around him, you know how they got the number one pick the next year? Like, I don't think a lot of people now know this, but that was not the Cavs pick. That was a pick that the, the during midseason, around the deadline, the year after LeBron left, the Cavs traded Mo Williams to the Clippers for Baron Davis and the Clippers first round pick. That first round pick became the number one overall pick. And then they drafted Kyrie with it. the Cavs pick from that. They got from sucking became Tristan Thompson. So it's like, they could have still had that number one overall pick with LeBron on the roster. If LeBron had just given them a chance. I mean, that's literally what the bolt did with Scotty. That's literally how they, how they got Scotty. They traded for the pick. With with MJ on the roster. Okay, so that's interesting to me. Um, I, I definitely want to get T's take on this because I think you know, as a Heat fan, he's gonna have, um, <laughs> he's gonna have a lot of uh, good opinions. But um, it's interesting yeah. that you bring up Jordan and LeBron because, okay, who was LeBron playing with his last year in Cleveland? I'm I'm pulling it up right now. His second best player was Mo Williams. Yep. His third best player was a 33-year-old Antoine Jameson. And I'm a big I'm a big Antoine guy because I was a Wizards fan in the mid 2000s. But he was 33, he was dropping um what not not that many points um a game. Uh he's dropping 15 points per game. Uh Anderson Vergeau, who's somehow still in the league. Delonte West, 37-year-old Shaq. Like this is the best he in eight years, he had one all-star teammate, and that was Mo Williams. Um, Jordan, in his eighth year, <laughs> had um, Paxson. He had Horace Grant. He had Pippen. He had B.J. Armstrong. It's night and day. I, I really don't think you can compare those two situations. Um, anyway, T, I'm, I would love to, <laughs> to hear your thoughts. <laughs> all right. So, first of all, uh, the, the whole super team debate is just stupid because, like, everyone has their own definitions of uh, super teams. And honestly, the biggest thing is even if it's uh, organically or in a, organically made, just like kind of how, you know, like it doesn't really matter which one, it's the success of a team and like how they create a dynasty. So, when Raleigh was saying, like, you know, Kawhi and 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 uh what's his name uh Tim Duncan and P, uh, TP and all these other pe- people on the Spurs that creates a dynasty they had a, a a success or a big success their top four or five in the in the in the Western Conference that creates a super team 
And when Raleigh or when and Jake says like you know Miami is the the, the epitome of a, I guess a shit show when it comes to that like you're you're a big fan of the Clippers and that's kind of similar to what they were doing too through signing trades and you know people calling each other saying hey come to the team and this 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 but you like them you know but my biggest thing is that super teams have has always been in the league even in the seventies you know. It might not be to the same ex- extent as like the Miami Heat, but you know, like in the 70s, they had what Wilt, uh, uh, Jerry West, uh, Goodridge. Um, then they had like even like even though to a lesser extent, like in the 90s, when uh, Olajuwon, Scottie Pippen, and, and Barkley was on the same teams, you know, yeah, so, they were all older by then. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, it, it, it all depends on like, like they still had people around them, you know, and and Shreesa earlier with uh. Uh, LA with uh um Carmelo and, and and Gary Payton like these are all people like no matter even if you're 36 like LeBron James is 36 at this time they could have given you something i understand that it's not to the same effect because LeBron was like 25 or 26 when he joined but at the end of the day like there's still super teams that want it like you knew it was a super team when they're like, okay, these people are favorites or one of the favorites to make it to the to the championship. If you had that like nod by like the media and fans, that means you were a super team. Um, and then with Miami, um, I don't even remember what you were saying, but <laughs> uh, you just because Miami quote unquote started this whole super team thing, or I guess like made it not great because you said that Boston Celtics or a couple of you guys said Boston Celtics were like LeBron James needed to learn how to win. And I always said that Dwayne Wade was three years older than him. Like he won a championship his third year, like Miami as a destination or as a team or organization has always been like top tier when it comes to defense, things like that. And even in our first year going to the championship against Dallas, we weren't able to win. During that time, I think LeBron James scored something like he was like 17 points a game that 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 first year. I think it was either in the finals or just the playoffs in general. Like he was absolute garbage. So for him to have that like that failure shows you like it doesn't really matter what team it is. Like I, I always tell Michael, like it doesn't matter like how good your team is, you can always fail. Um, but with that being said, LeBron James like. Even though at this time in the day, I don't really like LeBron James because he's like super hyped up and everyone's like, ah, it's annoying. But like he needed the the three guys or the two guys to be on the team. Like I don't understand why people like like shun like I guess the inorganic way. Like if you are someone who like wanted their job, I keep saying like I'm sorry, but if if, if you're someone who don't like your job. Don't like the situation. You're going to leave. And no one says anything about it. No one bats an eye. Oh, congratulations. You've gone on to, you know, better better things. So if he sees a city situation where there's nothing around him except, like he said, you know, I, I don't know if you said Mo Williams and Vergeau and, like, uh, uh, Antoine Jameson or something like that, or Agent Antoine Jameson, and he sees something on the, uh, on the end, like, oh, these people are actually really good, top 10 players in the league, like we can actually team up. We're all close friends because we went to the US, USA uh, uh, basketball. We play USA basketball together. Stuff like that. Like, of course, you need that situation to happen. Like, just like how he saw that LeBron or he saw that Wade was getting injured, 
he has to carry the team more. He said, okay, let me go back to Cleveland when he sees Kevin Love, who's, you know, a 20 and 10 player, and Kyrie, who's a budding star. Like, that's what you do. You want to win championships. Like, that's what you do. Like, I, I don't understand what this whole super team thing is. Like, problem uh, with you, all the thing. For a normal person to change jobs like that, that's fine. But when you're an NBA player, you're making $25 million or whatever. Just shut up and play. That's number what? One. Oh number my two. god! <laughs> number two, oh, Raleigh. Number two. <laughs> wow! You're acting like you didn't give him like eight years of his money. Yeah, exactly. Shut, shut up and dribble. Like no, what? Yeah. Here. Here's the thing. Well, LeBron should because he, his takes have been horrible lately. I mean, anyways, fuck that guy. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, number two. The difference is Wade was a top five player when they did that, or he was close to it. He was yeah, damn right. Man. Chris Damn right. Bosch was also near that level. So top was, 20, yeah. Chris Bosch was not top five. Okay, yeah, top, top, top 20. 20 top, top 20. 20. He, was top, he, he was around. He was not that Man. far off from top he wasn't. Top, he wasn't top 10. He was like top 20. Top, top 20, top – it doesn't matter. This is still – you got to think of like – this is like Dirk, Kobe, like KD. Yeah, Amar's daughter Maya was there. No, Carmelo was there. Here's the thing, though. It dilutes the competitiveness of the NBA when you do that. Like he legitimately went and he was like, oh – Let's team up with my best friends because I know for a fact we're gonna win a ring. That's really what he did. Similar, so not just that though. But honestly, do you? Wait, how is that any different than like the Spurs or Lakers? What's happening now? And the Spurs, how is different from the Spurs? Because they drafted, they drafted their whole. Cares? What do you mean? It's it's not it's not any more or less competitive, right? So here's the thing: do you do you guys agree with what KD did then? I do. I don't care. I've always said that. That that. Oh my god. That. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me let me say this way. I'll piggyback. Go ahead. Okay. My take is this. Um, I think we as fan, I think we as fans in the modern era are way too, I don't know if it's like the mystique of Michael Jordan, but we judge things way too much off rings, which yeah. is interesting because if you if you listen to a lot of like old heads in the NBA, they will say that if Jordan retired like before he won his first ring, he'd be in goat contention. Or definitely after the first three, he'd be in goat contention. Even he didn't have five like Magic, he didn't have eleven like Bill Russell. And so like I don't blame LeBron. I don't even like KD's move was incredibly weak, but I you have to be able to empathize with like people that call Wilt Chamberlain like a loser because he only won two rings or, or whatever, right? <laughs> like, that's how these players are judged historically. And that's our yeah. fault. Like, I I don't, like, my personal, when I'm ranking, like, the top 20 players of all time, I think I value rings less than other people do. It's something that's, like, important, right? Like, it's a tiebreaker for me. But, like, Charles Barkley is not any less of a player just because he had to go up against Michael Jordan in the finals. Stockton and Malone aren't like any worse, you know, as a duo. And so I think a lot, like, I don't like, do I think what KD did was right? Like it, I I think history will judge it. will judge him the way he deserves to be judged. Right. Like he's an all time great player for me. With or without the race. KD. I'm talking about KD. KD, Okay. Okay. Like he's an all time great player. He was an all time great player for me, like a top 20 talent of all time, at least before the rings. And the rings for him, like, his rings are not that valuable to me, obviously. But, like, I don't care that much about rings. And, like, 
people that do care about rings should give him props because he won rings. Like he yeah. made he put himself in a good position to win rings, right? Yeah. Right. No, but I agree. I 100 agree with you, Tree. That's why Chris Paul is my favorite player of all time. Like Chris Paul, if you look at all the teams he went to, especially the last two, look at what he did last year with the Thunder. Look at what he did this year with the Suns. Like he's obviously one of the most valuable players of all time. Okay, but but with that yeah, being I mean, said, so, like okay. Go ahead, Dave. I was gonna say, with that being said, like just like he's saying about Kevin Durant, like at the end of the day, like he was no matter what, the, without the rings, he was gonna be great. But he knows that if he wants to be put into the pedestal of Michael Jordan or you know Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, he has to win championships. It's it's the societal pressure, the fan pressure, the media pressure. He won a championship. It's not like he was piggybacking off of it. He got two Finals MVPs. He was leading the team. Like, what's the issue? I, that's what I never understood. Like he wasn't doing the societal pressures there. But anyway, come on, bro. The, what do you mean, come on, bro? He legitimately should have beaten the the. Uh, he had a three one series lead against the Warriors the one year. It didn't and happen. The next year, he cho- he joins the Warriors. That's incredibly okay. Incredible. Okay, James Harden did the same thing. Yeah, like, he was three two. James come Harden, on, bro. James Harden's weak. Son, you weak have to understand, weak. when there's a dynasty in front of you, like, what are you going to do? When MJ was going against all these players, like, like all these teams, like, they were really good, too, but they couldn't do anything. Imagine if one of those people left to go to a better team, MJ probably wouldn't win six championships. But what happens is you're saying, oh, it's weak, this, this, this. So then he stuck with their teams, and now they're, they're nobodies. Who the hell are these people that they're going against? You understand? I'm not talking about. You didn't see Stockton and Malone try to go recruiting other people. Okay, but yeah, okay, okay. Are we okay? But are we are we really saying Stockton and Malone like on a higher pedestal? Are we are we bringing them to a higher pedestal? Yeah, Stockton and Malone. Okay, cool. But in in last 15, 20 years, are you saying Stockton and Malone are the best dynamic duo in the league or one of the top dynamic duos in the league? No, you're also, not saying that. Yeah. Also. Free agency was just completely different. Free agency was just different in the '90s, right? I don't think you could you can say that those guys were tougher or more loyal. Yeah. Like free agency in the modern era is different. Yeah, you right? had to do like seven to ten years, right? <laughs> like jail time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to touch on something Shree said because um, Shree, I, I definitely do judge rings differently, but and I I, de- I definitely you know look. Okay, okay. So my question to you is, if you judge rings differently, how can you like knock players for putting themselves in the best position to get rings? If that's your biggest criteria, right? Well, be- because not all rings. Why don't you judge Bill Russell's rings then? And 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 because because look, it's like I you don't. Know, they, these dudes have the right to go. You know, if they want to go play somewhere, it's fine. But it, look, if I'm sitting here judging it, like I can judge, like okay, like I think that's a weak move by LeBron. Unbelievably weak. I I if, as far as I'm concerned, I don't even I will not even count the 2017 championship. That that's not that's vacant. <laughs> All right, hold on. So, with, with, with okay, with that being said, and I want to clear something up that Raleigh said earlier that just annoyed me. Look, when you're the Miami Heat, right, and you're playing, let's say, for example, with D-Wade, you know, you're middle of the pack, like four, five, six, maybe eight, or de- depending on where you are in the standings. You go to the draft, especially when the draft was a little bit different, when you had to really tank. And a team like Miami, we don't tank. We're not Philadelphia. We're not all these other teams who tank. So we actually want to give it our best. And we're always like either, you know, end of the lottery to like number 23 or 24. Like we're not going to get the best talent. So how do those people who actually trying to try hard actually get people? You do it by your own destination. Like that's the thing that's, 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 that's different. Like 
play like teams like you know Memphis, teams like no, 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 teams like Memphis, teams like you know New Orleans, all these different teams who have these like seven, six, six, 16, 17, 18, or OKC 17 trades. Okay, cool, they're going to get these players, but. When it's time to for them to re up, they're gonna leave because these are small market teams. So you have to find a way yourself as a team and your organization to know your own team, what your team brings in location, in in in, in hard work, in their own kind of way, and find the players or get a player. Like that's how it is. Every team is gonna be different when it comes to finding a, a, a player or a team or or a championship. It's not gonna be every different way. You can't be like a, a Boston or LA. Like that have you know the glory you know the 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 reputation for to pull these people you can't do that if you're like Memphis are you going to be able to do that through trades like no nobody's going to stay in Memphis even Iguodala who was his last year is like oh I don't want to do this because they're a bunch of bums like no that's not how it goes you have to have like that's why you know the big market teams always win championships except right. for Toronto I, I totally like, agree with that yeah it's thank like- you. Like like Kobe forcing his way to LA in the draft, Shaq signing with LA through free agency. Yep. Like it's different if you're an LA or a Boston, right? I mean, Boston didn't sign like a single free. Here, here's my issue with what you just said. I'm not blaming the Heat for doing whatever they did. No, a GM would be stupid if they had the chance to sign those three to not do it. So what's the problem? The problem is the players got together and was like. I want to play with you. Why is that a problem? You know why that's a problem? Because they knew they were going to win rings automatically. They knew their team was going to win. It was an easy-ass way to get a ring. They, that's, that's not even problem. true because they lost the first time. So yeah, obviously I, I, I want to go back to, I want to go back to Raleigh saying um, they like ruined the competitive balance of the league. Like they one, they went two and two in the finals. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. They were two a forty. Two. They were a forty-win team before LeBron and Bosch. And thank you. This is like peak or like just about slightly past the peak of Parker um, Ginobili Duncan Spurs right it's not like it's not like KD with Golden State I'll say that much oh it's not um, as bad as that I agree but it's it's still not that's the, what we all are failing to understand here is that Boston Celtics caused this team up to happen I don't think so. Yeah, they definitely did because no one oh, I'm, the Celtics and Miami Heat. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah they okay. caused that. Bron too weak to fight back on his own. So, yeah, I mean, it, you could wait. wait so, what does that what does that mean that LeBron was too weak to fight back on his own? That that's a very like anime sounding to me. What is that? <laughs> this is the dude that. To be clear, like this this LeBron is a twenty two, dragged his team kicking and screaming to the finals, right? And like. Scored 28 straight against the prime Pistons. Like, this is a dude that what other star with that little help has been as successful as LeBron in history? I'm like genuinely curious. Because he said, he said he's waited on top three player of all time, and he was certainly better than any player on that Celtics team by that point, you know. And it's, it's like you should be able to, to stick it out and eventually beat a team like that. They're getting older, and it, again, it's like. You know, obviously, when you know during that offseason when LeBron left, they fired their GM. Um, I think it's Danny Ferry was his name, and then they hired Chris Grant. And it's like if he'd given Chris Grant a chance, you know, obviously the dude, you know, you, you that that's how you build a contender when you're not an LA. You just have to you have a GM that can make like great trades, and, and you can. Really to, to be clear, again, he spent seven years there. 
right? I, I think he's just salty that he just like literally destroyed your dynasty that you thought you were going to do yeah. at least another two years. Like that's really what it is. Also, Raleigh, that's a fair I, point. AI is probably the other guy that comes to mind. But like, yeah, if you're saying that like 22 year old LeBron, like what he did was as impressive as prime AI, then that's like you can't do much more than that, right? I don't I mean, know. Yeah, he did. What, what I'm saying is, but you know, that doesn't mean you just say, okay, you know, I, I can't do it. You, you know, you stick, you stick it out, and then obviously they, they would have brought him. Um, wait, wait, wait. I mean, like, no, you I don't. Mean, no one wants is, to go to Cleveland. Yeah, it's like the Jakeem Noah quote, right? Like, yeah, exactly. What, you think Cleveland's a cool place? Exactly. I've never heard no anybody say I want to go to vacation <laughs> in Cleveland. Come on, is that is that they happening? You would have had Kyrie and LeBron together without LeBron ever needing to leave. So oh. here, here's my here's this, my this take. like how the Bulls got Scotty. Here's my take. All the super teams, if you look in history, most of them were developed because of a team that was pretty much a super team. So like Jordan needed Pippen and Dennis Rodman because of the uh, bad bull uh, bad boy Pistons. And then if you look at uh, how nope. the Heat wrong. How how is that wrong? Because Dennis Rodman was on the Bad Boy Pistons. I know. But what are you saying? So he was I'm on the Spurs. Jordan couldn't do shit because he had no help. So then they had to get Jordan help. I know they drafted Pippen, but that but my my point is this: without the Celtics doing those trades, I do not believe that team up in the Miami Heat would have happened. I don't. I no, actually, I it's it's half and half because they were talking about that earlier. And, and they built their team in a in a normal, rational way, and then these three players were just like, "Wow, we can't win." No, uh, like they they what even the? discussed they even discussed in Team USA <laughs> that they wanted to, to link up together. So that's not really true. That's not all all the way true. Like, yeah, so Jake, I, I know, Jake, but I, they're all friends. They want to hang out LeBron, and play together. Think, so. Well, here's something we didn't bring up. Do you think LeBron's second stay in Cleveland was a super team? Yeah. Why wouldn't it be? Because in my mind, it's a little different because Kyrie was already there. LeBron was already going to go there. So Kevin's really the only one that came through. Like It doesn't – it's about success. Like Kyrie was scoring 20 points a game – Kevin Love was a 2020 player, and they built the team around LeBron when he got there. He, they just started adding a bunch of people that he wanted. Like, why would that not be a super team? I don't think it was a super team. I, kind of I think it was me, but I don't think it really was. Honestly. It was. It was. It was a team full of defenders. It was some people who can shoot. Like they had a great offensive. Like they had great offense capabilities, and they went to the championship four years in a row. Like, what are we talking about here? I mean, the GM put it together besides LeBron. That's bad. Jake, I I have a question for you, Jake. Like, by your logic, okay, so one, you are judging players. Like, your biggest criteria is rings. Is that right? Uh, It's pretty big. I mean, there's other ones too. But, I mean, I I would say, say like, you know, impactful rings, like, like, like impressive rings. Gotcha. Okay, so rings are really important. And and that's fair. That's I mean that's true for, for for a lot of people, right? So so okay, that's my first point. Rings are really important. My second point is you don't think players, if they're not succeeding in their situation, you don't think they should leave. Is that right? Yeah. That's you think correct. they should stick it out? 
too much of a generalization to just say, oh, I, I factor rings. Like I just said, I value ring different rings differently. Like like to me, for example, the ring that Dirk won in 2011 is worth a hundred times more than any ring the Miami Heat has ever won. Sure, I, I guess uh, the point. I, I, I guess I guess the I, I guess the point I'm getting at is, I guess the point I'm getting at is. It sounds like you are valuing rings a ton, and it sounds like you don't like LeBron leaving a bad situation. So, like, what should players do? They sh- should they just stay, and then like, they will be judged historically based on how good their GM was of putting a successful team around them. Because that doesn't seem right. It, it literally sounds like, hey, you guys are fucking, but like, I'm not. This is just me being <laughs> blunt. You guys are fucking slaves. We're going to sell and trade you how we want. You guys should shut the fuck up and dribble, like Raleigh said. Like, it doesn't make any sense. They have their own voice. Like, if they want to play with someone else, they want to play right. with someone else. And when it comes to super teams, like, super teams is when you have the wow factor. Like, oh, shit. Like, the 2017-2018 Oklahoma City Thunders, that was a super team. Even though they didn't have success, when we heard that they were all getting traded somehow with Carmelo, we were like, oh, shit. That team is going to go far. That was the first thought that in our minds, correct? Well, it's interesting because, like, it, it, I feel like the success ends up mattering a lot, too. Like, like the 04 Lakers, the was it the 2011-2012 Lakers when they got Nash yep. and Dwight? It's yep. like nobody ever calls – nobody ever calls those – nobody ever gets mad at those teams. I, yeah, they, because they didn't successful. make anything. But but at the right? same time, like I said, it's – again, there's different stages when it comes to super teams. But the initial fact, like, when – I don't know where you guys were when Kawhi Leonard and Paul George went on the same team when you got I off. I am. Of, I remember. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I and, and we were like, oh, shit, this is about to be crazy. That's the super team effect. That's how you know shit is about to go down. When you see that James Harden goes to the to the Rockets or uh, goes to the Nets, and then you hear Blake Griffin go to the Nets, and then you hear LaMarcus Aldridge go to the Nets, and you're like, oh, shit, like, this is about to go down. That's the initial super team effect when it comes to it. Again, there's so many different factors and variations of super teams. If it's organically made through a team like Golden State prior to uh, KD or after, like, uh, LeBron James or Oklahoma City Thunders team or something in that realm. Like, it, mm-hmm. it, it's all different, but at the same exact time, like, we all have that same initial, oh, shit, this is about to happen. You know, you're not saying that with, like, the fucking uh, uh, Pacers uh, teams back in 2012, 2013 against, like, like Paul George and uh, David West and Roy Hibbert. You're not saying, oh, that's a super team because they weren't. You know, that's not an oh shit back there. Like, they were a really good deep team, but they're not doing anything when it comes to, like I said, all these other teams we're talking about. And with him being, like, I don't, I really don't understand because this dude said, or Jake says that Kawhi Leonard is one of his favorite players. And when Paul George went, he is sucking the mess out of this team. He loves this team, but they're doing the same thing. They all wanted to play together. I mean, this is that. What's the issue? Definitely a variation of a super team right now, I guess, but it's not nearly as bad. And it's the thing. The thing is, is Kawhi pretty much did it to counter LeBron. And the thing is that Kawhi could have gone to play with LeBron and AD, and that would really have been a super. I mean, you can argue that Kawhi has not played not on a super team in his entire career, right? Exactly. Like you're talking, you're you're talking. Toronto, you're talking. What? They're they're a what, Eastern Conference Finals team without him, weren't they? Yes, they I mean, were. Two I don't years. think they're a super team, but like like you're talking about. Oh, he should have stuck it out. Oh, he should have like LeBron, Le- LeBron against Detroit in two thousand eight, seven, whatever year that was. Like Kawhi has never had to do that. Kawhi 
plays half the games every year. He's a, an amazing player. Plays half the games every year. He was drafted by an all-time GOAT franchise in the Spurs. He went to a, a perennial Eastern Conference, at least second-round team, to Toronto. And now he's in the, in, in the Clippers with Paul George. Like, what is he? He's So he's luckier than LeBron in the situations he's been put in. So he should, like, LeBron shouldn't put himself in good situations too? Like, that's just, it doesn't make any sense to me. What makes sense, what you're failing to realize is that LeBron is a GM. He okay. he creates all the teams that he's been on besides the one the the first stint in Cavs. So like for Miami, he had all the say on what players were on the team and which ones not. The second stint with Cleveland, uh, he did as well. True. Oh, that's so that's not that's not, not true. It's not true. It's not true. That's not true. It's 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 definitely true. It's uh, you definitely know what? You know how I know because one number number one, I'm a Miami Heat fan, so that's not true. Number two is because this is the reason why LeBron left because. Pat Riley was a dude. LeBron was like, hey, I want this dude. We're like, no, we're going to trade Mike Miller. And he's like, no, I want Mike Miller on the team still. He said, fuck no. And that's why LeBron left. That's, well, that's one of the reasons why LeBron left. Like, because he didn't have that control. But he has a control everywhere else. But trust me, it's not, it's not Miami. You're wrong for that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I actually will back to you on that one. You're not, you're not right about that. But here's the thing. We all agree that he is pretty much a GM right now, correct? I agree. With, I've always agreed right. with that. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, three, he would have had all the power in Cleveland if he stayed there. That's number one. But that's number the, that, what does that have to do well, with Well, no. He, him and Dan Gilbert definitely had beef. Like, it doesn't matter. Dan Gilbert let him be the GM the second set. My whole thing is this. Yeah, yeah. After, that, that's completely different. That's like a 27-year-old kid versus – a 32-year-old, four-time yeah. MVP, two-time champion. I don't right? think that's different. Although I, I will say they could. I don't think that's different at all. Like here, here's here's my here's my thing with LeBron. Number one, you promised Cleveland a ring. I would have rather. So in my mind, if he won one ring with Cleveland by just sticking it there, that is worth more than any of the rings he won in Miami. That, he that, yeah, he wait, well, he came back and won. Like, yeah, no, no, mean? no, and that that's why. No, and I agree. Like. I well here's the thing, Jake. I want to ask Jake this question: Do you think that LeBron's ring last year is worth more than all the other rings he won? The ring last year from the bubble is worth more than all the rings he's won in his career. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that you. Why? Say, but the thing is, why you wait? Did 2016 not happen? That's. <laughs> no, I think 2016 is the one that's worth the most. Um, no, well, uh, the, the reason why I asked that question is because Miami ones are at the bottom. You don't. I don't think Lakers last year was a super team. I think they're a very deep team, but I wouldn't consider them a super team. That's why really? I was asking I that Jake that question. I don't either. Although it, it's kind of close, just because of the whole a- AD being, you know, kind yeah, of I, yeah, I, that you guys are, you know, that's stupid. When when both of your teams are, t- or when. Well, you have the top five, or let's arguably the top ten, two top ten players in the league, you know, like, and then everyone else is like B pluses or B minuses, lowest C plus. Like, come on, bro. Like, what are you saying? Just because they didn't have three people? To, I know you're joking, but that does seem to be like a distinction that a lot of people make. It's two versus three. There are a lot of the Lakers. I would say yeah, are right. definitely the best one right now. But there are a lot of teams that had like two. Like like duos were a big thing after yeah, the Katie it's called Warriors, dynamic right? duos. Like, dynamic duos, duos, right? Yeah. Trios, like what about what about Brooklyn before Harden? Exactly. I exactly. wouldn't say that's a super team. team. I'd say that's they're not two, two stars. They're not. That was a super team. No, I, I don't. I, 
I don't know. I mean, okay. I, this, this is the, this is the reason why I say that because, like I said, the initial oh shit, like when they teamed up, even when both of them got injured, everyone said this year that oh they're gonna go to the Eastern Conference Finals. They're gonna go to the Eastern Conference Finals before this all happened. Like before uh, uh, Harding went to the team, no one said oh. Uh, 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 Milwaukee was going to win this year. No one said that Philly was going to win. Everyone was really thinking that this team was going to make it to the final or Eastern Conference Finals at the at the least. Like, what do you mean? They're they're like just because you have three. The East sucks. That's not my thing. It's not the West. No, they don't. They do. But also, like I, I feel like by that criteria, you could say that there's a super team almost every year, which I don't know if that makes sense, right? Like it you feels mean, weird uh, to say uh, that like it being made or just a super team like in the league every year. Like okay. it doesn't it doesn't make sense to call the KD Warriors a super team and to also call like I don't know, like every dynamic duo this year a super team. Like they somehow feel different, right? No, they're not, yeah. Like would I don't you like call the super duper super team? team, like a mega team, right? I don't know. <laughs> would you would you call uh the the Ka- Kawhi Leonard team a super team? I wouldn't call any of these like Two two all NBA player team super teams to be honest. Well, I don't think that there's a super team besides Brooklyn. I think Brooklyn is the super team. Yeah, that was one of the reasons why I I really wanted last year to happen because everyone kind of split up and became dynamic duos. Right. Yeah. You know, it feels like a, it feels like a different era than the super team era. Exactly. Really good for the league. What happened last year? Think, things were going to be really good, but then you know Brooklyn won this fucking fuck shit up again, and you know yeah, that wait, means Mike, everyone else is going to start scrambling. As the as the resident Brooklyn fan, what a, what are, what are your Thoughts they, on they all force themselves all you know, away from their former teams in the, just the most toxic way possible, <laughs> <laughs> and we love it. But now, you know, I'm thinking about it though. T, I, I don't know if I agree with that when you call a duo with a deep team a super team, like the Clippers and stuff. To me, a super mm-hmm. team is just like there's one every couple of years that's like three stars and then a bunch of depth. Like you look at last year, like the Lakers weren't a super team, the yeah, Clippers were. weren't a super team. Yeah, they were. I don't think so. I think yeah, I agree. Or, like, I keep going. Sorry, I don't want to. A super team is like a team. Like when you go into the season knowing, like, okay, this team is gonna be the team that wins it. It's like last year wasn't that way. Everyone thought the Clippers debating. were gonna make it uh, to the finals. No, I don't think that's true. No, I don't. Okay, know. Okay. I had a lot of debates with people if, about the yeah. people of LA. Okay, it, okay, it was either gonna be one I or the two the because both of them were super teams. Most of the year. Hold on, no, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, that's true. No, I'm talking about the last year. Everyone thought yeah. because Kawhi Leonard, it was either going to be LA or LA. One of those two teams were going to make it out of it, and that's what yeah. it is. Going to Eastern Conference so, Finals see, or Western so, Conference hey, Finals. This is what, what's up. So I know this is not the end all be all. I'm just putting it out there. If you Google what is an NBA super team, Wikipedia says a super team in the NBA is a free is a franchise whose roster typically has three or more Hall of Fame caliber players that are in their prime. Yeah, I, I do think that the two versus three is that that's a real thing. I, I like that definition. That that but but you that's argue. just always way I thought it was. Yeah, that's mean. that's me as well. Yeah, I like the definition as long as you factor in that it was you know as long as it's you know distinctive whether it was constructed by a GM or, or players. The Spurs. I really don't think that matters. Like ne- <laughs> my thing is, I've never thought about the Spurs as a super team, but this whole time, like I've been but pretty are, though. I've been thinking about it. It's like yeah, you know. But they the are though. They had a big three. Kawhi, I I don't know that they're a super team. Like, it. I'm not not even talking about Kawhi. Yeah, so I don't think Kawhi. Kawhi Because Miami was the thing, I think we don't think of them as a super team. But if the Heat never came together and 
Exactly. They win like three in a row. I think we're all talking about the Spurs as a super team. Our, I mean, our, they won. Is, they they were they like they won back. five. They won yeah. five in like fifteen years, but like somehow yeah, but it feels stretched out. That's why it's like you know. Well, one they were stretched out, and two is like the system, right? It wasn't like right. they didn't win just because they had three like like. Like Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett all realized, oh shit, we're not going to win a ring if we don't, you know, do something, right? right. I mean, I that think wasn't this... how that happened. Hey, one thing I want to go back to, though, is that you guys talked about, like, oh, was LeBron just supposed to stay there for his whole career? Like, I don't have a problem with LeBron leaving and going to another team to, like, be competitive. But when you team up with another top five player plus, what, another top 15 player, and then you're celebrating before you win anything, saying, oh, we're not going to win one, not two. Not three, not four, not five, not six. Like, come on now. Son, he's hyping that, the crowd. What's the problem? Bro, he went there with the intention of winning seven rings. Like, come on now. I, I hope you have that confidence for a player to have that. Absolutely. Like, even so, – didn't it's like, I couldn't – hold on, hold on. I could have swore no, like, KD was like, oh, James Harden come to the team. We want to destroy this fucking – this league. Like, didn't he say that? No, he didn't say it public. Listen, they were working out over the summer. I'm okay, sure they so were what's the problem? Inspiring. Just because he doesn't say it publicly doesn't mean that he not having that same thought. Come on, man, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. That and that's I the mean, thing. That's think, the issue that I, I have think, with it. I don't think he signed with Brooklyn with the intent of James Harden coming here. No, I understand that, but you, like you say, he was at a workout with James Harden, and he said, "I yeah. want you to come to the team so we can destroy this fucking league. We're going to be know, a beast." In I don't team. know if KD came to Harden or if Harden came to KD and said, "I want to join you." I feel like because KD was here first, I don't know if you can blame. Okay, KD but the for intention, that. but no, it was probably Harden because Harden's a weak-minded piece of shit. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, but look, all all in all, I'm sorry. I was gonna say, I mean, Harden was traded, so I don't see why you. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing with trades versus free agency. Players have so much power these days that you can force a trade. So exactly. the whole distinction is completely moot. Exactly. Thank you. That might as well be a signing. We'll what do you mean? Is it you can decide which trades are signings? Like, that's crazy. Yeah. No, yep. I'll give Jake a bone here. The Celtics <laughs> trading was a little different than what Harden did. Harden oh, yeah. 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 Sorry. Kevin McHale was best no, no, friends with the fucking if GM. James Harden was Kevin traded Harden. to another team, right? Like, Who? Would you still be mad at him the way you are now because he ended up on the Nets? Who? Like, say the Ben Simmons trade went through and James Harden was playing with Embiid right now. Would you still have that same hatred that you have because he went to the Nets to join KD and Kyrie? I mean, it's super lame regardless. I, I would. So, I, my whole thing is I would have loved it. wouldn't have been as bad, but it would have Dude, like, I, I can't even. I can't even. I can't even. Like, like also, K, K, KG requested his trade in 2007. Yeah. Like, how was that different I mean, yeah, than only, Harden requesting a trade? He only requested a trade once they started chopping him. It wasn't like okay. Okay, how is that different than three lottery years, and then they started chopping him because they didn't want to pay him, and then KG got wind of it and was like, "All right, now that you're shopping me, I want to." I think that's completely different. Again, you. Again, your your Again, because he his doesn't make any sense. Like whatever he's saying, Jake. I'm sorry, you my man and everything, but whatever you say, it does not make sense. Just because I know, because we've been friends for so long, that you wanted Kevin Love, you wanted uh uh AD, a whole bunch of these players on your team, and if that would have been the case when they would get traded or free agent, like like it doesn't matter, because if they're on your team, you wouldn't say shit. 
That's the I thing. Mean, yeah, that's, that's the those issue. Are all trades, which but is different, like. But how is no, no, it's not different. Like, how is asking for a trade different than wanting to go some another way? It, it, it was a trade, no matter what. How's it different? If AD said, "Hey, if, so if AD requested a trade and he got traded to the Celtics, right? Would you be fine with that, or would you call him a pussy ass bitch?" <laughs> I mean, it, well, so it's it's a little different because AD nope. would have been like the number one option for one. Um, instead, instead, would of you call him a pussy ass bitch? Something. And also, <laughs> it's a simple question. Um, we would have gotten him through smart DM work you, and through like. Oh, do you do you see do you see his backpedaling? But you know yeah, when 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 everyone else does that in so the league. Let me ask you real quick though: Did the Lakers not get him through smart GM work? I mean, oh, I don't think I, I don't think I really said that the Lakers were a super team. So, so also, like, question is, also, I'm here is your box then. This, this is a luxury. ended up on the Celtics, and one of the things you mentioned just now was, oh well, that would have been through smart GM work. Was the Lakers? The Celtics are better off not having AD. So that's, that's not, not that's what not we asked. Question, yeah, that's completely different. Also, that's a luxury having smart GM work. That's that's a luxury not every team, not every superstar player has. So I, I don't like the definition. Well, then the superstar players should yeah. go f- ask for a new GM. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't like the Wikipedia definition anymore because when you think about it, a Hall of Famer is not really that. Like it's not that prestigious for the NBA. A lot of people make the basketball thing. So like Rondo is going to make the basketball. Yep. So I don't like that definition. I I think it should be three superstars. It shouldn't be three. Twenty-five. Not everyone has super like not everyone have the cap space to have three superstars. No, 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 at the same I exact time. That, but like that's have, why that's why I don't Kate like Billy the, fucking shit up in the league. No, but like I I don't like the Wikipedia definition because there's going to be so many hall of famers from this generation like yeah. ha- how how are you supposed to like so, I, I so you consider rondo part of the uh superstar big like i didn't think boston celtics had a big five or a big four so you're coming on my team that's what you say you're coming on no, my no, no, side no, no, no. no i'm not coming to your team no, 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 no. i think i still think it's three superstars that are top 25 players what is top 25 like that's what does top twenty-five mean? Like, yeah. all NBA well, you know who a top twenty-five player is. So, like, Paul George is a top twenty-five player. Kawhi Leonard's a top twenty-five. I mean, Prime Rondo was a top twenty-five player. He was an all-star at his time. I mean, Rondo was really I, good. I, I don't know if I consider him a top twenty-five player. Though. At his time in two thousand eight, Rondo was the best player on the team. Like, like he was one of twenty, what twenty-four players to make an all-star game. <laughs> like, yeah. that's well, well. So, so Jake, you guys definitely are like a super, super team then. Um, so no. no. So a big four, but yeah, yeah, you did have a big four then. Yeah, you had a big four. Fading though, like I, I, like especially by like 2012. I don't know if Ray Allen. Was, uh, I mean, Do you see? Next year he went to Miami and was coming off their bench. Do you so. see why the numbers don't really matter if it's two, three, or four? Because you can just literally anyone has an opinion about. Oh, maybe the third person might be this. Like, look, at the end of the day, it has to be at least two, no matter what it is. And again, nah, I like think, I said, I think it has to be three to be considered. It doesn't have to be three. It doesn't, because then all the because what about the prestige of the team? Teams. All the that? NBA Finals teams, besides maybe Dallas in 2011, are no. super teams. No, because Utah's team it wasn't a super team back when he went against uh, MJ. Orlando how? wasn't a super team. How? how you said at least two? So yeah, how I, is that a super team. Be- 
I think because that we're talking I'm about just like good teams right now, right? Like because th- look, I'm look. It, it, there's a difference between again good teams and like amazing teams. Like I said, the superstar of of Car Malone and and John Stockton, or I guess Penny Hardaway and uh, uh, Shaq. Yes, they're good teams, but the the surrounding players around them as well, they're garbage. Like AI had. I don't actually. I don't even know who AI had. Who did he have? And Eric Snow. No. Eric Snow, my man. Eric Snow, right? He's one of the greatest players. Tyron Lue. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, he stepped over him. <laughs> but no, but but all I'm saying is like, like I said, the oh shit factor is is a big thing, at least for me. Like, like I don't think if so, you though. know that you can go to the... listen, when LeBron when LeBron signed with the Lakers, it was like, oh shit, he actually left again. But they weren't a super team. Like exactly, because the they didn't have a star. They didn't have a they didn't have a star. That's not so an old shit factor. That's when you said, "Oh shit!" That of course, because that catapulted that catapulted. I don't think them. that's a super. Team. I don't. Hold I don't hold consider hold on, hold on, last year's that, Lakers no, as a that super catapulted team. them from saying, "Okay, they're eighth or seventh or sixth place, depending on where they were going to be," to them actually going to the East or Western Conference Finals. If you're able to bypass everything and go to the Western Conference Finals, I think that you, at least in the minds of the fans and media and stuff like that, are a super team. Like you are not really that great, just like Miami. So, so I think what this is, this is it. We might say, "Oh shit, they teamed up." But when Miami did that trade, or did not the, the trade, those free agent movie uh, moves, we were all like, "Oh shit, they're winning three or four rings." There's a difference between our. OG I mean, they didn't though. Like, no, so that's the issue. Have. They went to four in a row. No, but what? My yeah, Cavs did too. There's a they only won here. one. There's tier levels in the oh shit factor. Of course, there is. No, and there's tier levels of super teams. teams. Oh shit factor is. There's not the no same one super team. No chance in hell against these teams. That's not so, true. Yes, that is. That's true. not true. I also think that. That's true. I so I guess my take is I, I do agree that teams with two really good like all NBA players. Are not a super team. Just because I feel like there are too many super teams in history. If you say that, right? Like it's not. But like if you're top, if your two best people are top five players, arguably top ten, depending on who you are. Like that's a super team right then and there. Especially when the rest of your team was deep. You had a they had a deep squad. Same so thing. So last with, year there were two super teams. What you're saying with the Clippers and the Lakers? It, it, was there not? Again, we I all don't, thought I don't, I don't when, when, hold on, when Paul jo- hold on when Paul George really came to the team. Teams. I mean, no, it's just yeah. I, I, no, when I, I Paul George it, came yeah, to the team, we were listing the team like, oh shit, they got this person, got this person, got this person, yeah. got this person. Like that's a fucking team. Like again, going from yeah, they eighth were, place they, to they the, were really the, to team. almost winning championship. We're not saying saying that with Utah. We weren't saying that with the Nuggets. Yeah, they were. Until so they again, the Bucks I, I'm talking about I'm ta- no. most of the year last year. I'm talking about that's for the East. Sure. I'm saying no, like overall to win the title, the Bucks were the favorites most of the year. I'm talking about the East. That's what that, that was the Eastern Conference. Like there Bro, could I'm be multiple overall. I understand, but they but I'm saying the they can't the Clippers were not the favorites. I am Neither saying the that Lakers, there could be multiple super teams in a in a year. Can they not? Or is there only one super team every year? Is that what I you're mean, saying? I mean, they can coexist one at the same team. time, but they I don't... I mean, it, it's just, this is like a very circular thing, because it's like we're... You guys are arguing who's super teams, but it's just your definition of a super team is different, right? So, like, yeah. talent is right from his definition of a super team. We're right from our definition of a super like, team. I feel like but, by team's yeah. definition, you can find a couple of super teams yeah, every year. I, I, that, that's, I agree yeah. with that, yeah. So it's like, all right, when the Warriors dynasty was a thing, then the Rockets were a super team. No, Rockets yeah, were a super team. team. 
what else was because there? Rocket didn't they, have they, a top. The Rocket did. Did the Rockets have a top ten? Two top ten players? No. Arguably, yeah. Ooh, I mean, yeah. Up Chris, Chris Paul and James Harden. Chris, Chris Paul was top ten. I think so. I huh. think he's proven he's a top no, ten player. No. Oh, two. What? What year was that? Two thousand seventeen. I. If you look at his teams. Okay, I'm going two thousand seventeen. Nope. He, he's a two two thousand. Okay, right now I think he is a top. He should be the top MVP vote getter. Okay, year. suck his dick. Okay, we understand that. Um, Nikola Jokic exists. Yeah, that's a whole nother episode. Again, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, like are so. Getting so talent, talent. Chris players. Paul, Chris, Chris Paul was sixth in MVP voting the year before he came to Houston. Okay. Right. I mean, so yeah, it was like a. <laughs> that was an oh shit moment, right? Like. No. <sighs> okay. Keep going. Keep going. No, that's all I have to say. Like, oh, I'm saying okay. I don't think that they were a super team, but I think by your definition. I would say that they're a super team. But I wouldn't say Chris Paul was a top 10 player. Like, you can, you I mean, can the year get before, 10 players before. Okay, okay I understand. Okay, but M- hold on, hold on, hold on. But MVP, does that really mean a lot? <laughs> I mean, like, how often? I mean, right? Like, like, so, like, NBA, like you said, uh, all, all team defense, all star, what you call it. Like, I understand. But when the point guard is there, he's some like, yes, Chris Paul is maybe top 20, but he was not top 10. I can name 10 people in 2017 that was better than Chris Paul. Like, he he's, was the leader I mean, of the Clippers. Arguable. He was the leader of the Clippers. And again, they didn't, they didn't even go anywhere. They couldn't even win the, uh, they, couldn't even go to the Eastern Conference. I understand it probably was because of injury and da, da 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 But like, it was not really anything. Like, there were even the Marcus all... cousin, even the Marcus Cousins that year was better than him. So uh, he was All NBA second team. Oh. He was all wait wait wait. He was All NBA second team and first team All Defense that year. He okay. de- definitely arguably top ten. I don't think he was top ten. Even no no no. I'm not because even <laughs> Isaiah Thomas that time was better than Chris Paul in 2017 because. Oh, uh, Jake! Please, Jake, talk to me, Jake. So, you're on track. Hold on, Jake. Go ahead. What you saying? I said Isaiah Thomas was the fifth best player in the NBA that year. If you just look at MVP voting, exactly. What are you talking about? No, if you're looking at MVP voting, Chris Paul was sixth. So he's like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's what. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. But he was also he was he was also and he was also leading the 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 Boston Celtics to the first seed in in 2017. Was he not, Jake? DeMarcus Cousins was scoring 27, 11, and 5. Like, come on, bro. Okay, okay, DeMarcus Cousins, what are you saying about that? He was scoring 28 points. But, like, there are so many people you could, like, top 10 is not cut and dry. You could definitely argue argue Chris Paul was top 10. But that's what I'm saying. I would say Paul George. He's not top 10. What about Paul George this year? You're saying the Clippers are a super team. I don't think Paul George is top 10. You can make a case he's not top 10. You can make a case, but I think so. But that's just. I'll name me. You, okay, you, I can name you ten players right now. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, but how long do you have? Because I want to touch on Durant's departure from OKC before. Yeah, let's see that. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, we're, yeah, we're arguing definitions here. Kind of argue after after she goes. So obviously, you know, the last kind of team that we are going to break down, um, I guess, was the 2016 uh, Warriors acquisition of Kevin Durant. Of course, Kevin Durant. Drafted by OKC, spends his career there, loses, you know, has a successful time there with, with Westbrook in the finals, you know, with when they had Harden as well. Harden gets traded. They make make a couple more conference finals. And then the last year there, um, you know, they lose 
uh, in seven games, blow a 3-1 lead to Golden State. And then Kevin Durant uh, goes and signs with the Warriors in the year the cap um, went up, which left, you know, pretty much every team had, had cap room and the, the Warriors took advantage of signing Kevin Durant. I think this is the weakest move by a player in any sport in history. Um, I think, look, Kevin Durant had a right to do it, but I also have a right to sit here and say, okay, your title in 2017 is literally bullshit and it doesn't count and your title in 2018 is a little better because at least you had to go through the rockets but it's still not great i'm not that impressed um so yeah i don't know what do you guys think about the the, the whole warriors this is the most egregious uh super team ever for sure i don't think so yeah if you like competition you cannot sit there and say that wasn't an egregious super team. Yeah, it was horrible for the league. It yeah, was absolutely three, horrible for the league. It ruined the competitive. Literally went to the <laughs> best regular season team of all time. All right, uh, before before I, series lead but, before I talk, I just want to say Russell Westbrook has surpassed uh, Oscar Robertson to become number yep, one all got time. Got the game on right now. Right. We're uh, we're on a seventeen two run right now. <laughs> Win because I need Atlanta to go and drop down. But yeah, oh, we're, we're winning the finals this year. <laughs> yeah, and I need the Wizards to win so they can get the eight seed and they can knock the Celtics out. Look, we'll get the eight seed, we'll knock you out, then we'll get the seventh seed, then we'll knock Brooklyn out, and then we'll see from there. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my that's, biggest that's thing all figure somebody so far. <laughs> my biggest thing with the the Kevin Durant thing, like. Okay, saw it it was oh shit like what the fuck this is so fucking stupid but then when you kind of sit back and think about it like look if he's not happy with this team like why is why are we punishing him like i understand that he went to you know a 73 and 9 team or whatever you have 29 other could have gone anywhere else yeah okay maybe he wanted look look i understand that but maybe we wanted to to play with people that he actually likes, he, like what's he, the issue? This, this is okay, how so it, it is. Those players, and then I can look at it, 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 those titles and be like, okay, that, that's literally literally it's I, like us going against five seven footers and us getting our asses kicked. That is literally what he did to the NBA. If, if that whole team stayed healthy, no way in hell is any team ever assembled going to beat them. That that is that is a crock of shit. One, I don't. One, I don't think that's true. And how, and two, what the Rockets were like a word. Gonna beat them. The Bulls are not <laughs> Look, beat them. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One, Chris Paul's I think, hamstring would like to have a word with you. <laughs> exactly. I think that at the end of the day, like the reason why I kind of actually like because it progresses the league because it makes the teams actually change their schemes when when they were doing it. Like I'm gonna beat that team. Hold that's on. Can dumb. can I explain, no, motherfucker? <laughs> All these teams literally just sat there and waited for Durant. Like, come on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So the Rockets literally tried to get their own team to go against the, the uh, Warriors, correct? So they're changing their own schemes defensively and offensively to try to match them. And honestly, you start to see a lot of things like uh, uh, for the, the, the big man is not really that tall. You know, that he has to shoot threes, different things like that. Like, now that changes because of a, a team like the Warriors. Like, all all it's doing is progressing the NBA to greater levels. Like, to the point that people like Bam Adebayo, who's 6'9", can go against people who are 7'0", and still matter. Like, I don't really care. It's actually progressing the league. That's just me, though. To like, be honest, I, I think if we went the back stretch to the five NBA different styles work, it would be a better league. The, str- the stretch five was a thing, but the stretch five was also 7'0". <laughs> 
No, like, and the stretch my, my four was thing, also 6'11", 6'10". It was, it was bad. Like, what do you mean? There was, there was those two or three years. Oh, was it? Those it was two or three horrible. years were horrible. horrible, yeah. Everyone knew what was going to happen. That is the definition of a super team in a nutshell. That's, okay. that's the and definition of a dynasty. Although I find it interesting that you say it was horrible because everybody knew who was going to win. I agree. I don't. I wouldn't say it was horrible because viewership for the finals was up the years during the the Warriors. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Mike. Big parts of the finals. I just said. Nobody give a fuck about you. I will say, like, I agree. You could say, oh, it's not fair. We already knew who was going to win, but like to say it was bad for the league, it was just wrong. It was really good. I mean, I guess casuals have a different. You know, thing that they're looking to watch. Jake, it, it, the 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 funny thing here is like, I feel like you glorify the '90s Bulls, but if you lived in the '90s, you would have hated the Bulls. Yeah, I mean, but the Bulls were put together in a completely different way. It's completely right, different. right. But you knew who was going to win, right? Like Jordan never yeah. played a Game Seven in the finals. I don't, right? I mean, like, I don't think it's that bad. If you look at some of those Bulls series, it's like they they went to six or seven games. It's like the Warriors like didn't even get touched. The, what do you, they the Rockets series was the seven Rockets games. took them to seven. The Rockets were up three two before Chris Paul got hurt. One time, like that one time in two years. Yeah, I mean, so like, it's it, you. I don't think you would have been a fan of the Bulls in the nineties. So that's my yeah. first thing. And at the end of the day, Miami went four four straight years into the championship and they lost two times. You know, uh, Cleveland went four straight years and they lost three times. Like just because you are a team that people think that they're going to be such a nice team, just like I said, the Nets this year and the next couple of years, depending on how long they go, doesn't mean that they're going to do it. Like they're going to win it. I'm saying at the end of the day, teams start to learn that the the, the the schematics of uh, the the big super teams, learn it and beat them. Like it will happen, and it makes the teams in the league a lot better because it progresses and advances them. The only flawed logic there, bud, is that when they were healthy, no one beat them. Son, okay, well, yeah, that some, happened like you two out of the three like, years or four years like, they were in there, right? Just sat there and waited for three years. And if it okay. wasn't for KD and Clay going down, if they had just had one of those, they would have won the third year. They would have beat Toronto. I agree with that. I, I, I don't agree with that. Uh, no, they would have we've had this debate. We, we've already, had though. this debate, so I'm not <laughs> gonna we're not gonna discuss this again because I, I, I guess my on this is um is that all of you are a little bit right to me. Um I think I think there's no doubt that they like whatever you want to call it, like ruined competitive balance in the league. And that was like that was definitely like that I for my money they are the greatest team of basketball players assembled in the NBA. I mean, um, they were arguably the greatest team, the greatest regular season team, and then they added Durant, right? And then they lost, like, Harrison Barnes. Um, so I, I agree with Jake and Raleigh in that the competitive parity was non-existent. And I think the Rockets surprised us. Um, it was a bummer that it didn't work out for them. but Because they actually tried. Because they actually tried. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, we got to see some really, like, amazing like yeah teams were just going all out against them all the time exactly that was that was fun uh, the thing i that, like I, I have a problem with is like when when jake says stuff like is like rated lower historically because of what he did because for me how talented you are as a basketball player doesn't really matter like it doesn't really like it doesn't make sense to say like you are less talented because you made a certain decision, right? 
That's the problem. That's the problem I have he, with, he with how people. He, here's why he dropped. He showed how weak-minded he was. To oh my God! Order. This whole weak-minded I, I, I don't thing, think, man. I don't no. understand how you could say he dropped. Well, it's I, one I, thing to say like he didn't improve because of those rings, and that's fine. Like, sure, I could get that. But how is he less good at basketball because he went to a team and won two Finals MVPs? That doesn't make sense. No, to me. but here's the thing: when you talk about histor- historically good players, how many historically good? Every generation has those top five players all the time. KD's definitely a top five in this generation. No doubt about it. Probably the second best. There's no doubt about it. But when you start saying historically, who's the top five, he doesn't crack the top five. No, of course not. Like, and, But that's that was his situation before Golden State, and that, yeah. I think that's fair. No. I'm not saying Golden State elevated him to like Bird or, 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 or like Magic level, but I don't think it should hurt him. Like For me, he's top 25-ish, maybe top 20 all time. Okay, depending that, on your criteria. Well, so yeah, but I, I, I disagree with Jake saying like he's Jake. Is he in your top twenty-five? I don't think he is, and I assume that that's because he hasn't won a ring that you consider legitimate. And to me, that's just like doesn't make any sense. So yeah, I think KD talent-wise is probably top ten. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a case, but yeah. but I, I I would never. There's some people that think top five, and I wouldn't go there. Yeah, I mean no that's I, I wouldn't go Yeah, I, I haven't heard yeah. that. <laughs> So I mean I, that that's fair. I just my, my whole thing is there there has to be I understand the ring argument and all that stuff it has to be in a factor, but to me talent wise, like it's kind of like the, a quarterback in the NFL. No, well, Riley, right, I was right. actually just gonna say that like I think one reason why you and I are pretty focused on competitive balance is because you and I are football fans first, right? And we're used to you know the NFL. There's always a ton of competitive balance and parity and. You know, there's a few teams right. you can expect to be good every year, but you don't know who's going to win at the end. But, like, I think we can all agree, talent-wise, Tom Brady is not the GOAT nearly at all. Dan no, Brady is better. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is probably and, the GOAT talent No, probably, yeah. So, like, in my mind, for saying talent-wise, I think KD and LeBron are probably – and Michael Jordan are probably the three. Talent. Uh, I disagree. Kobe. Yeah, <laughs> KD is better than Kobe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is I actually agree with it. I do think, wise. I think that's a whole KD, other podcast. Honestly, Kobe is is top ten talent wise, but honestly, he You guys are forgetting better. this dude was ten time like fifteen yeah. time all defensive player. Or, I don't know what you're talking about. No, if you if KD, you say Michael Jordan, you have to say Kobe KD. too. No, like what? KD is definitely better than Kobe talent-wise. What? Better oh, I, that, that's another better debate. That's another I mean, debate. listen, Kobe not, himself gassed like, up KD. He Kobe said he's the only player he never got to figure out. Like, right, right. KD that's our thing. I mean, he also was like, you know, 30-something. Yeah, KD's also said Kobe's the hardest player to guard in the NBA. Like, that goes both ways. Yeah, but Kobe also has shoot up 50 shots a game to get his points per, uh, points per game. Like, no, it's actually a different era. Completely different era. But it doesn't matter. Completely different era. He wasn't efficient. It's, it doesn't matter. Nobody was efficient. Compare compare Kobe to um to the league average in efficiency. That's what you should be doing. Not just like it makes no sense. It is not a reasonable argument to compare mid two thousands Kobe to like twenty fifteen. Uh, when you're talking about historic, like if you're talking about historic players and where they rank all the time, you have to take efficiency, and no matter what. The, the era is you have to take efficiency into account you have to take efficiency compared to their peers at the time 
I, yeah, I, I don't think, that, so. I don't, I don't think I don't so. think it's fair to compare efficiency from era to era. Like guys yeah. in the eighties were not shooting as efficient as guys now. Like I mean the the rules are different, the hand checking, the spacing, zone yeah, but you're acting like Kobe was from like shooting a completely down. different era than KD. Like that's I mean, he was. Was. I, I, mean I think I think Kobe's era was closer to Jordan's than LeBron's. I, I you're acting like Kobe didn't play in the two thousands. Like I, I don't like, like he KD stopped at 2016, like, what, right? Seven, 2008, yeah, somewhere around there. Like they were still playing against each other for like five, six years. I mean, Kobe, um, you, like Kobe is not that. like you got to yeah, compare the time. Thank you. When was Kobe's prime? When was KD's prime? I mean, I would say the last years of Kobe prime is when he won a championship, which was 2009, 2010, right? 10, 9, no, he was great in 2012, yeah. 2013, right? Until I mean, but yeah, he's still good until he started getting yeah. injured. Yeah, the last three years of his league uh, of the league all the way until 2016. I think that's his last year or something. That's when he was like kind of garbage because injuries. I'm saying Kobe's shit. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I think KD overall is better than Kobe was, like talent wise. You could say he's maybe a better scorer. Better scorer. You could say that, but like defensively, sir, you know, overall, I think if you went from defense and offense put together. KD is a little better than Kobe. That's and that's not true. I guess the counter the counter argument the, the counter argument if you do want to like why did I fuck myself up? If you do want to bring rings into it, like Kobe Kobe was winning rings ten years apart in like two different eras. That's true. If KD was that, if KD was Kobe's level of talented, he's arguing physical talent. Right. Yeah, but but also here's here's the flip side on that as well. Kobe had Pau Gasol and Andrew Bynum back when Bynum wasn't shit. I mean, okay. KD had Russell KD Westbrook. Has, and yeah, yeah Westbrook and sucks. I, I'm sorry. I, Westbrook is just a stat machine. He, he doesn't. That's a, he is not. This is a whole other he's argument that I just can't. Hold on, hold on. Just, last thing. Okay, Kevin Durant. Okay, yes, he's a scorer. But wait, wait. He's not a winning player. He's he's made it to more finals than Chris Paul, who you're saying is the MVP. This is insane. Yeah, what are you saying, sir? This is and insane. Defensively, Ryan, the court, the coattails of freaking KD. And Hold James on. Harden. Kevin Durant doesn't have any James Harden choked in that finals. Or the- Harden was not the player in, in 2012 that he is now. Sorry, Town. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say. He was. Hold on. Kevin Durant doesn't have any defensive awards. Just let you know that. So he wasn't all defensive third team, second team, first team at all in his like 12, 13 years of playing. While that Kobe, me, though, because- while Kobe was all defense first nine years straight, uh, uh, defensive second team three years in a row, so that's 15 straight or uh 12 straight years that he was defensive team. Like, what are you saying with just that defense? And again, him winning five rings, two finals MVPs, most valuable player, 18 all star, four NBA all star MVP. Like, I don't know what you're saying. What, also, what he was shooting down? like 45 percent in the mid 2000s when people were chucking, like, AI not that efficient. T-Mac, not that efficient. Like, you got to compare. You got to contextualize that. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah no, actually, that. I'm going back to the Kobe side just because of the defense. I didn't even yeah. think about that. I don't, that's kind of crazy that KD doesn't have any all-defensive teams. None. I think of him as a good two-way player. I do, too. It's not like he's yes. shit on defense. But the thing is, he, was, he, was, he started becoming that on the Golden State Warriors. People started opening yeah, their true. eyes to that, you know. And that also, was like, like what, he just didn't have to ago. do as much offensively, exactly. so he had like more more energy for defense. Exactly. But you have a player like Kobe Bryant having to do that two ways. 
plus a game and having to defend some of the best players on the team. Come on, bro. Like, I'm not a big Kobe fan, but you have to respect that. Crazy. Like I said, if you're yeah, saying I'm, if you're I'm saying like Michael Jordan, yeah, if you say Michael true. Jordan, you have to say Kobe. I'm sorry. I honestly, in my opinion, I think Kobe's better than Michael. That's just me, though. I'm not. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is like the the, the ninety minute mark when all the hot yeah. takes just start coming there, there, out. <laughs> there's no Kobe without Michael Jordan. I mean, this, that, of course, this is this is Kobe where you start. You know, Michael Jordan. Is this where you start well, that, enticing your uh, viewers? If you want to do it, is this yeah. ranking on top 10 of all time? That is a good Start podcast. saying hot takes. You know what I say? I say AI was the best player on planet Earth. Watch it's, it's it next week. Charles Barkley take, yeah. <laughs> my, my top 10 would not include anyone from the 60s, Jake, at all. And so that means no Fuck Russell, you. no nothing. No Jesus Christ. No, the 60s were some shit. Like, I'm was sorry. Bill? Was Bill no. on the call? <laughs> I think, I, honestly, I think that should be one of our podcasts. Top 10 of all time, in your opinion. I would love yeah, that. Everyone fucking does that. Let's do it. I would love that. I in order. In order. In order. In order. Oh, Jesus. In order. That, yeah. that has some uh, thinking. Do you know how much arguments there's going to be? Oh, I love it. Yeah, this oh, Wizards yeah. team is wild. Yeah, we took right. Jake here. So I have Kyrie as number one. <laughs> yeah. Kyrie, Harden, Anthony Davis. <laughs> Oh, wait, who's winning? Oh, yes, 119, 118. I love it. So, I guess, um, are, are we kind of wrapping towards, you know, kind of wrapping up on this? Is there any any follow-up thoughts that we want to discuss before we end? So, I guess if we're talking about the super teams, I think, so, four of us agree that you have to have <laughs> three superstars. And a superstar, in my opinion, is a top 25 player. You can... If you can argue they're top twenty-five, that means they're top twenty-five in, in, in this definition. I don't agree with the Hall of Fame because, like, Serge Ibaka is going to be a Hall of Famer one day, and like, I, he, I don't think he's a top twenty-five. I think you look at the yeah. top two players and then right. the rest of the team for you to be a super team. Nah, like, nah. Like, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like I said, if you talk about Utah Rollins. Jazz, like, who the fuck did Utah Jazz have? I, like, who do you remember from Utah Jazz in that case? And then everyone else on the rest of the team besides those top two players. And that's why it's a little different because, again, this this league, everyone has two great players, but the rest of the team might be shit, you know? Like, okay, Knicks have R.J. Barrett and fucking the, the, one of the MVP candidates in oh, yeah, Randall. We're not talking about R.J. Barrett in, in any super team. Okay, I'm just, but, but, but that's what I'm yeah, saying. They aren't super teams. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I mean, the rest I, of the team see, is trash. I, I, I think I think if we're all giving our definitions of a super team, I'll give mine. All right. It's similar to Raleigh's and Jake's, I guess, in that I think it has to be three. I think it has to be, I'll say three um i'll say hall of fame hall of famers near their prime um yeah. near their prime i'll say for me it doesn't matter how the team was formed yeah um that's that's important for me and for me it doesn't matter how successful they were i say the 2004 lakers were a super team even though they didn't win the finals i'd say the celtics were a super team in 2008 i'd say the heat are a super team i'd say the only super team in the nba right now for me is the nets that's nah. my that's my take. Yeah, I mean, my, nah. my definition tree is very similar to yours. My only difference is that I do, you know, seriously look at how the team was formed and how they were. 
Uh, I think there's three super teams in the league right now, the two L.A. teams and the Brooklyn Nets. Everyone else is just okay. Again, even with Giannis, Chris Middleton. What about the Sixers, man? I Come on. I don't think the Sixers are good. And I, and like I said, what? look at the rest of the – I don't think that the Sixers are that good? great. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I don't, well, I don't think – okay, 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 okay. I don't think that Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are top ten. I think Joel Embiid is. I don't think – I've always never liked – Ben Simmons. So that's just my own personal thing. But like a team like Denver, they don't have top 10 players, but they have really good players. And the rest of the team are have depth. That's not a they super a team. Top top Jokic? I'm saying they don't have a top 10 together. Like, oh, 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 like oh. yes, Jokic is, but Jamal Murray's not. Okay, Dallas, same thing. 10 players? I think so. Arguably. Oh, I don't hold know on, about on, that. Hold on, hold on. Even okay, let's say let's let's say for example, let's say for example, it's he, even if he's 15 or 20, right? Still the rest of this team is still really really good. They have a lot of depth to carry the rest of the team. No. I guess talent your your definition of a super team is it's like my definition of a really good team is sort of <laughs> No, but, but my whole thing no, is but Sixers, I think really good teams I'm pointing out really good teams. The Sixers in that definition is a, a super team. Not, really I don't think team. so. I don't think Ben Simmons is great. You don't I don't think he's, think he's top, top 20. 20. No. Oh, whoa. I can name 20 people in front of him. Easily. <laughs> next next podcast. I I, <laughs> I, I I don't think he's top 20 either, but that's Thank you. Yeah, we can do the next podcast. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. He's but right I'm, He's right up there. He's. I mean, he's probably yeah. like a top three defender, so you got to consider no. him. But yeah, if, no. he's not, if he's not top 20, he's like 22. Okay, uh, Utah Jazz, they're a great team, but he's not super team. Top 20 the last time I, I broke it down. Phoenix, same thing. Good team, not a super – great team, not a super team, even though they're number two. Toronto you could Tigers. argue they got, they got a couple of top 25-ish players there in Phoenix. But the rest of the t- – oh, actually, yeah, you're right. Actually, you're right. Maybe. I don't think they're a super team, but they're, they're creeping there. They're creeping. I don't think Chris Paul's top 10. I think he it might be But I, that's what, I think that's what me but, and Mike are saying. It's like there's so many super teams if you just open it up to that. So that's why for me the three yeah. – But there's like, post top, – Top 10-ish players, three of them is, is important for me. I think if you're able to say that you definitively can make the championship that year and like beat the rest of the team by a large margin, I think you're a super team. That's and a that's, like I said, no, 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 that's no. I'll, like Denver, are you really think they're going to be able to beat Clippers slash Lakers? They beat the Clippers last year. Yeah, that's I mean, you, you're talking about with Murray? That's a different squad. Come on, man. But you called last year's Clippers a super team. Oh, yeah, they were. <laughs> So, so, so a super team lost to a team that wasn't okay. Look, Miami lost against Dallas, who were a bunch yeah, of bums, listen, but they called the way a super your definition team too. is like I would have using your definition. Then last year's Nuggets team should have been a super team. No, they were just a really good team that won. Like I said, was the Dallas a super team that year that they beat that they beat uh. Uh, Miami, no, but they were a really good so. team beating them, correct? Well, but this is like you could be a favorite without being a super team, right? Like you could be a contender without being a super team. Absolutely. And I think yeah. that, you know, the Nuggets could have been a contender, but they're not a super team. I feel like the Clippers were supposed to be a super team, but they just fell apart. You know, I think that the, the Nets are a super team this year, but they're going to fall apart. That's just how it goes. Stop it. I'm just saying. T, do you think the this year's Jazz is a super team? No. If they don't, does they don't have they don't have top ten people. They don't have two. Both their players aren't top ten players. Number one, you could say one of them might be top twenty, maybe twenty five. But and again, the rest of the depth is not the greatest. I mean, they're good, but they're not the greatest. That's what's make them a good slash great team as opposed to a super team. You know, Hawks are good, Knicks are good, 
you know, but they're not like end all be all teams that's going to dominate stuff. Like that's not how it goes. That's why I said there's only three teams out of the league. So I I got a question for you. I'm sorry if I'm making this long because of my def- definition, but go ahead. No, so I guess with your definition mm-hmm. being what it is, okay. Do you think the 2000s Wizards was a super team? 2000s Wizards? What team? What team was that? Gilbert Arenas was definitely Antoine top 25. Karan Butler, Karan Antoine Jameson. Was Antoine Jameson Karan Butler that great? And was it? Hold on. Was the rest of the team good? Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Uh, Antoine yeah, I mean, you got a center like Brendan Haywood holding yeah. it down. Yeah, well, you think that was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I, my, my fucking uh, Deshaun Stevenson. Come on, <laughs> Antoine Jameson, man. Didn't they have uh, Michael Ruffin? Oh yeah, Ruffin, who's most famous for that. Uh, you you guys seen that play where he threw the ball up in the air because he thought that they won? <laughs> and he didn't throw it up high enough, so Mo, Mo Peterson caught the ball and hit a three pointer from like forty feet, and we lost I it every time. That. Oh, this, oh wow! You guys had a Popeye Jones. I remember that. Eddie Jordan, head coach. I mean, Eddie I hated Jordan. LeBron more than anyone. You think you think Jake hates LeBron? You should have met thirteen year old me after LeBron as a rookie beat us or his second year, whatever that was. How <laughs> he traveled for that layup? The, yeah, the, the crab dribble, the crab walk. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I just th- I just think if you're saying two team two players that are in the top twenty five, is that what you're you're saying or one? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Two players that are, I'll say two players in the top ten, but let's say let's expand it. Okay. Two players in the top twenty, let's say twenty five. But again, the rest of the team has to be good too. Okay. There has to be a strong depth with the team. That what that's what makes it. So if you have three, like let's say you have three t- uh players. But the rest of the team not good. You can still be a super team because it's three players. If it's two players and your team is really solid, you're still a super team. It all depends because again, there's different variations of super teams. Would you consider the Raptors with uh with DeRozan as a super team? No, but I think the, okay. the Raptors with uh, Kawhi was a super team. Who was, who else was another t- top ten player? It was him and Lowry. Lowry was not top ten. Top, hold on, top, what I say, top twenty to twenty-five. I expanded it, uh, and Lowry's then and then Pascal, what? And then Pascal Siakam, OG Ananobi, Danny Green, Serge Ibaka, Marcus Saul. Like we have a, at least a eight to nine man squad that was deep as shit. Am I wrong? Yeah, but I really think you just need more star power to be a super team. Yeah, yeah. my thing is you can have like five super teams every year. No, yeah, you can't. Th- yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, you definitely can. Well, like, go, go, Bear and um, Donovan are by most people's definitions top twenty. But the re- look at the rest of the team; they're deep. Yeah, they have a great team. That's yeah, why they're the ones. They have a. They have people that can defend. I, think, I mean, yes, are, are they really good? Yes, but again, COVID season. With, with, with super teams, at most, there can only be two. Absolutely. That's not true. Why? Why are we capping it? Because they have benefited from the COVID season. Why are we capping it? Like, what do you mean? Why are you capping it? Because it's, the super it's, team it's, is like above and beyond everyone else. What you're yeah, naming, and there's three teams that are above and beyond everyone no, else. Your 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 super teams though are beatable. Sorry, let me ask you though. What about Ooh, the, you mean the champions from last year? <laughs> Lakers are going to be beatable this year. Clip, Clippers are beatable. They're not impossible. When I think of a super team, it's like. Damn right. Okay. Almost okay. Okay. And, and, okay. In that case, no one's a no one's a super team this year. That's what you're saying. That is exactly what I'm saying. No. no I mean, you got exactly. What are you talking about? The Nets are not a super team. I think there's a pretty clear cut. Like, 
definition here. I don't think it has to do with if you're beatable. I think it just has to do with if you have like enough top twenty-ish players in their primes playing together. That's that's a, the, that's about, it for me. It's it's that simple. What about the twenty nineteen Sixers? Here's a hot Who? take. Jimmy. Here's a hot that take. was a super team. The next, well, no. they came in later. No, I don't think so. They came in. A little I, I later. wouldn't say that that was a favorite team. It's, it's different, though. With three with your definition. Simmons, and Embiid, Tobias Harris. I don't think Simmons is good. No, I don't KD think Simmons not, is good. KD is, no, is past his prime. What? what? I said top 20 say, players. Wait, 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 wait. Say that again. Oh, one, KD's not, KD's one, KD's not past his prime. Two, He's I said like top 20 players. How is KD past his prime? KD, how many games has he played this year? How he's been hurt. He's injury prone. He's very yeah, that's different. He's past his prime. Dude, shooting seventy percent from three. Is Anthony Davis? Uh, wait, Mike, how'd you find that out? Oh, because of that. Uh, <laughs> thirty-six, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, wait, would you say Anthony Davis is past his prime? He's injury prone. He's like twenty-six. I think that's yeah. odd. Yeah, but the, the difference between him and KD is. KD, nothing. No, what, what do you mean, nothing? Is the best player in the world. <laughs> KD's not the best player in the world. Hell no. I don't think that either. Hell no. He, Hell he's no. there. Yeah. He's my, there. My whole thing, KD is probably like 85% of himself all the so time. So is LeBron past his prime? Son, no, what? yeah, definitely. LeBron. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on hold LeBron's on. definitely past his prime. Yeah. Let, no, let's actually, let's, yeah, let's debunk this that. right quick. Let's, let's <laughs> debunk this. Let's debunk this. Okay. Have you watched more than 30 games this season, Raleigh? No way. Are you talking to me? <laughs> yeah, have you watched more than 30 games? Uh, I don't know. He said Raleigh. No, not, not at all. Okay, so what do you say? You cannot say this. You can't say these crazy things without watching games. Like, did. you're saying some craziness right now. I just did. <laughs> I know, and you're crazy for saying that. I don't, I, just, even... I, I don't think KD, I, when you think of KD's prime, I don't think he's as good as he was a couple years ago. I think this, he's better. He just has been is he in his, is, is he in his peak? No. Is he in his prime? Yes. I I, I say peak and prime are, are pretty interchangeable. It's, how it's many not, no, how many the same games? Thing. How many Brooklyn It's not games the same thing. That's why they do the different words. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're that. Hold on, hold on. Le, hold on. LeBron James' peak was at 26-27 when he was in Miami Heat, about second, third year yes. in the Miami Heat. His prime is still here because he's 36 and still dominating the league. But he's been doing yes. it for like Fucking 18 I years. Like his best playoff run, arguably, is 2018. Yeah, I agree with but that. But his physical peak was Miami or like exactly. late Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm down to keep chatting even if we want to have the podcast not be, you know, um, more than two hours long. Yeah. How, how are we going to do this on Facebook, I guess? We can. Up to hey. you guys. I'm down. So are we, are we going to run the podcast part of this then? Yeah, let's do. Let's stop the podcast. And uh, a lot of a lot of uh, tangents that we didn't get to address here. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be better for other episodes. But you know, if you if you guys want to keep chatting, I'm 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 around. Okay. Sounds good. So, so let's wrap this up then. Thanks everybody for for coming on. We've got uh, show off trainings T. We have per thirty six dot com Shree. We have Raleigh. We have Mike. Thanks everyone for coming on. Uh, this is. Uh, Jacob hosting and signing off it, and we'll be back uh, later with another episode at some point. All right, yo. All right. Thanks, everyone. Good stuff. Thanks. Good stuff. Later. Later. <laughs>